Hey there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. And my name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. Yeah, and that just means that I do a little bit of narration. You know, I play a few characters, but not the characters that are the focus of the story. No, those are played by our truly wonderful players, and uh, let's talk to them now. Good morning, or good midday, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> Hi, this is me, Lucas, again. I play Jasper Casper. He's a human from the, you won't believe it, from the non-magical world. And <gasps> all he wants is finding a place to belong, and I'm sure that we can help him. Yes. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Nadine Kuhn, and I play the little pixie elf that accidentally created herself wings with magic. These wings, they don't work. They don't fly yet, but she's working on it very, very hard, and she's getting there. I have that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and a good evening from me. If it's not evening for you, you just listened to it at the wrong time. <laughs> My name is Sebastian Kinder, and I'm playing Eric Miller, a musician magician with a troubled past. His family forgot who he is. He would like to change that, but so far at least he managed to make a few people remember him. At least three, four now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with Mildred, you got five. That's five whole people. With, with Mildred, yeah. we got wow, five. Wow, you're like really collecting them people. <laughs> like, Eric's army. Eric's army. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, I'd like to start us off with just... You know, talking to these fine players and asking them about their characters. And you're not going to believe this. I have a question to ask you guys. <gasps> what is it? I know. Do it. I know. <laughs> My question for you today is, what is your character's biggest fear? I feel like that is cheating because you're like, you just want to figure out what you're going to use again. Yeah, right. I want to get in your head. I want to get in your head. Because it's funny, if you ask that of one of my NPCs, you don't get to know the answer. So it's funny. Yeah, can we pick an NPC? And know their biggest fear? To answer that as well? Let me think. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> an eye for an eye. I can totally understand the question, especially as a dungeon master, because if you know what the characters fear, you can actually put up challenges for them to overcome the fear. You know, Jasper's biggest fear is probably winning all upcoming matches. Oh, that's such oh, a big God. fear. So oh. laborious. Oh, jeez. That's not going to work. Well, but, but you know, the thing about fear, that fears are like irrational. Mm -hmm. So they are very, very individual to people. And, you know, with Jasper, I have to tell you this because Jasper... The family man. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what? And Nadine, what is he not that much? He's not that much a friends guy. And friends you make in school. But the first time when he went to school, when he was about to get to school, of course he was, you know, excited and he really wanted to go to school because of all the things he can learn. And so he got his new backpack which he was so proud of. And then he was, you know, rowing it all the time. You know, like when he was uh, in the garden, whatever, like when the father is, you know, doing the railroads again on the on the garden or he's uh, going to the supermarket with his backpack on because he really wanted to go to school. And then one night when he was wearing his backpack in the in the bed, he dreamed that he was on an airplane because he wanted to do a parachute jumping. And then he was in the air and he jumped out of the uh, out of the plane and then while falling down through the 
clouds, he realized that he couldn't open the parachute because it, it wasn't the parachute on his back. It was his school backpack that he had oh, on man. his back. And then, oh, you know, he suddenly went awake and then he was ripping down the, the backpack from his uh, back and, you know, throwing it into the corner. And since then, he never really wanted to use a backpack on his uh, back. And he always, you know, used this, how do you say this, Umhängetasche, the one you have on one side, like the shoulder bags. We call them messenger bags. A messenger bag where, yeah. you, you know, probably people used to put laptops in and everything. And um, this is what he sticks to since then. And his biggest fear is being on an airplane, having a backpack on his on his back. That's good to know. He's got all of his books in a messenger bag and he has an irrational fear of wearing backpacks. That probably won't come back to bite you. <laughs> probably not. No, never ever is probably going to come back don't to bite you. it being an issue for you. So, sadly, she, she has a great connection to her grandpa and he stopped talking after a certain situation. There was like one night where lots of lightnings came down and he was outside in one of the little tree houses and the lightning hit the tree and it was such a shocking moment for him. He was fine. It was just super bright and he was super scared. So when he came out of that little tree house, ever since then, he kind of stopped talking. The only person that he every now and then talks to and shares things with is Sassley. So Sasley is super terrified of lightning because that caused such a pain and such a trauma in her family. So she doesn't mind the thunder or anything that's like loud, but the lightning is something that really, really scares her. Mm -hmm. That's the, the power of, of the natural world. I do, I do think lightning is in so many ways like the natural world's kind of You just of can't control dangerous. it. It's like, yeah. it just happens and you just have to deal with it. And since her grandpa was always such a mm -hmm. such a strong and big person for her, and they shared the the stories about the, the ancient elves and about the wings and everything and the flying and such a strong and impressive man losing the ability to speak and to be open because he was so shocked by that. He could have been dead. That's such a trauma that she's like carrying in herself. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like this is like, <laughs> usually I make jokes after everything, but I feel like after all of these revelations, I'm like, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. <laughs> it makes it easier <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> I I think for for Eric, I need to separate a little bit because pretty obvious fear that's running with him in the moment is that he won't be able to to manage to make his family remember him. Like his family is quite important for him, and that's like an uh, existing fear, but that's not something that was before. So I'm. I'm going to give you two fears in that case, because I feel like the one is pretty obvious. It's, it's definitely at the forefront right now. Something else. You know, there, there are certain places, certain rooms that are able to mimic the potential of not being able to, to hear something, to smell something, to see something, like uh, deprivation of certain senses that you have. Mm -hmm. And... Just the thought of it that Eric would never be able to hear anything anymore because sounds and music of all different kinds has so much of a meaning for him that just the thought of never being able to hear anything ever again mm -hmm. is super frightening for him. Also reason he 
tries, if he plays music, not to be too loud. As much as he tries to gain attention, he never would do something that's so loud that you think that it could actually damage someone's ears in some way or another, mm. especially his own. It's interesting because there are spells that cause momentary deafness, and as a... I can say this in our, it's in our game system, and you, and you probably know this, you know, as a musician-magician, you get a spell later th that can do that to people, that can cause them momentary deafness. Wow, so like his power and his weapon is actually his biggest fear. That's kind of interesting, right? It's like basically Batman. Right. Oh my god, Eric, are you Batman? Eric <gasps> is basically Batman. Don't, don't, don't tell us, you can spoil the, spoil the review. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping quiet. Can I be Robin? You can be Robin. I'm Alfred. <laughs> You can I mean the <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, this is some really deep stuff here. I like it. I really like it. Thank you guys for sharing it and for those wonderful character revelations. And I think they're all very appropriate. And I think they are fantastic. Well, guys, last time we left you, it wasn't with some big cliffhanger. It wasn't at the dawn of a big battle. It wasn't... You know, I feel like I'm talking myself down right now. Uh, it was after a wonderful time. You actually got to spend some time with each other. It was awesome. Last episode. And you're going to get to spend some more time with each other in this episode because it is your free Sunday. You slept through most of Saturday and then you spent the evening making battle plans with Mildred. Not the like most fun free day ever that Saturday. But currently, Sassley's sleeping it off with, with Wilbur. and. Everybody is asleep in their separate rooms. You did your homework, and now you've really got a free day to get into some trouble or find some stuff out and just be with each other before Monday classes resume back to the grind. So I'm excited to see what you guys get into today. So without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK, we are rolling. We had only just stopped Ender's library reign of terror when Ross Ehrenmann showed up to figure out who was responsible for all the commotion. Ender almost pinned the whole thing on us, not entirely wrong, but Leela Kleiner stepped in and took the fall for us. We were incredibly thankful and she assured us that she would get in less trouble than we would have. We then headed off to bed, but not before grabbing a late night snack at the cafeteria. We nearly ate pancakes without incident, but as I explained to my friends about my cure-all coolie, Cecily tried Nutella for the very first time ever. The rest of the night was a mad run of antics until Cecily eventually passed out and Jasper and I finally enjoyed a late night snack. The next day Mildred came by to plan our attack on Yuzadve. We decided to try to attune her mug to our door and cover the floor in front of it in ice. Mildred would focus on sealing the door and setting up the binding ritual, while we try to cut off the half-giant from his magic. Our plans made, Mildred left us. Jasper and I focused on getting some homework done while Cecily tried to teach Wilbur some tricks. We all fell asleep, and now our first true free day lies ahead of us. Much like Sassley's supply of Nutella, the possibilities are endless. So, it is Sunday morning. 
And you guys today don't sleep in that long. You wake at a normal morning time, not so early as when the bells go off, of course, and wake you up for class. It's still the weekend. You kind of generally start to wake up, you know, maybe 10, 11, but you begin to start your days. The others probably didn't notice, but Jasper was like getting up quite early in the morning and he was going into the common room again next to the fireplace where the night before he was doing the homework and he's just you know having papers searching up things in the book um, and just he seems to prepare something and he's waiting for something as well okay so he's like really busy right now eric wants to go out of the room, just notices the little bit of commotion from the other side, very slowly opens the door, looks outside. <laughs> All right there. Oh, Eric, you're awake. That's great. Are you? Are, did you already dress up? Then come in the common room. We have to do something today because it's Sunday and we say it's going to be making friend time again day. Sunday making friend time. It's sun making friend time again day. Yeah. That's what it is. Good morning, everyone. Come on in. <gasps> I hope you had a nice sleep. I have to say this. It was really, really nice that I got to sleep with someone in a room because I'm always alone in my room, which is nice. So thank you so much, Jasper, for borrowing Wilbur to me. He is really nice. We had a long talk, but he snores a bit. I give him back to you if you're fine with that. Oh, yeah, Wilbur. How was your night, Wilbur? Did you have some good time? Oh, but don't tell. Don't tell them. That was a secret that I told you. <laughs> okay, okay. Off you go. Off you go. <sighs> Wilbur's attention is so divided between the two of you. He's like looking. He's like nodding at one, nodding at the other. He's, he doesn't even understand what you're saying, but he can tell that you guys both want something from him. Um, but he goes back onto Jasper's arm and curls up in his usual spot. You know, he's a reptile. He's going he's gonna to sleep off his sleep. <laughs> okay, guys. So since you're awake now, how about you just sit on the sofa, if you like? Is it a game? Is it a challenge? Is it, is it a mystery? Yeah, we can. It's, it is a challenge. Oh, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. Here we go. I'm sitting. It is kind of an adventure. Eric just like slightly raises his eyebrows like, okay, whatever is up here. You know what? I'm going to play along. He's going to sit down as well. Great, guys. And then Jasper turns his back and grabs his book. So... <clears throat> I'm probably, Cecily, you didn't know because you were asleep because of, you know, the peanut, peanut butter. Um, but, you know, Eric and I, we had a talk and it was about, you know, making friends. And then I had an idea because I wanted to do something for friends only for the weekend. And then I had some research about, you know, how to make friends. Where to find them? Yeah, for example, and how to approach friends. Okay. And you know what? Yes. I always thought about, you know, when I was back at my parents' home and we had new neighbors, They'd usually come over to say hi and, you know, they bring some goodies and say we are the new neighbors and you'd like to have a nice time together. And so I thought, oh, when we are here in the castle, this is kind of of a neighborhood. And, you know, we as the shielders, we are one house. But then there are like wolf shield, bear shield and horse shield. So I decided, why don't we just go around and say, like, you know, normal hi to everyone. And I thought about, you know, bringing maybe something to eat so we can go to the lunch and then we can prepare something and then we can bring it to no you look like Leela from Bear Shield and then we go to well, maybe not Wolf Shield. Yeah, I know what to bring to them. A plus one. <laughs> <laughs> very very meta, Sassley, very meta. <laughs> what do you think? We just go to, you know, like the dining hall and then we 
grab some lunch and prepare something. And then we just bring it to, you know, our classmates to say like really hi. Because maybe they want to be our friends too. Um, and I... Yes, Cecily, what is, what is up your mind? And Jasper is like really coming really close to the faces. So what do you think? First of all, I find that very close. And second of all, I really don't care about making other friends here. But if that makes you happy, I will come and say hi with you. Yes. Eric? Um, I... It's... An interesting idea. I just... just I'm just wondering, like, if you're planning to go to the lunchroom to do something. He wants to steal the food to present it to the other houses as a gift. Right? I got it right. <laughs> yes. Because you do it when you, when you say hello to the neighbors, you bring some food. Our neighbors never did that. Something I have to think about. <laughs> it's, it's a wild guess. I, I not really know that. Because if you're doing that, do you ordinarily like present something to them as a gift that they have also easy access to? It sings like slightly back, like wandering. Oh, he says the gifts are not good enough. They have to be more special. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the idea that counts. So he wants to buy the friends with the free stuff that he finds in the cafeteria. I'm with you guys. <laughs> But Cecily, who doesn't like breakfast in the bed? So they don't have to go to the dining hall. So we just bring the lunch hold to on, them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we going into the bed for the breakfast? I find that very inappropriate. <laughs> no, we just knock on the door and say, hi, we're the shirtless. And you, you probably know us, but we didn't say really hi. So, well, maybe Eric wants to do the talking because I'm not that, that, that kind of guy to talk to strangers. But Eric, you can do that. And Cecily looks at Eric. So your idea is that you get the food, we walk around and I am talking to them. You talk to people and we sit in their bed having breakfast. Yes. <laughs> Because you want them to know us. Well, maybe we want to be friends. Have a headache. In that case, like, don't, don't you have an initiative to talk to them? And where's the challenge? I don't get it. You said it's a challenge. Well... It is an adventure because we see places of the castle we never saw before. All right, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Let's, let's figure out the places in the castle that we didn't see. Yes. You know, you know what? I'm going to help you in that stuff. Bring your violin. People might, they like music. Bring it. Oh. I can take my violin as well. But. <laughs> yes, concerns. You have to do some talking as well. Yes, Jasper? I try. Good. He turns the saddle a little bit successfully. You. Could talk some bit as you are going to talk a bit as well. I already know. I will that. talk too. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go off to the cafeteria to steal some food. Great. <laughs> okay. You guys head up to the dining hall where you do not have to steal any food. It is totally free for everybody. There's, there's already plenty of students oh there, <laughs> but you don't see anybody that you know. There's, there's food there. So, Jasper, what? kind of food are you going to bring to the people? There's every kind of breakfast food that you can imagine is available in the dining room. And if you don't see it, it'll soon arrive up the stairs from the kitchens. So guys, I made a list of things that we would need. So we need cucumber, bell pepper, maybe a bit of apples. Yeah, we want to be healthy. But then Cecily, what do you like the most? And you turn, you, she turns around and she has already 20 glasses of no, Nutella. No. <laughs> yes. Like, no. I'm gonna bring this powerful sweet stuff. 
<laughs> that is exactly what we need because we want to make, you know, some bread with Nutella. You're gonna make brötchen, like little little bread rolls with Nutella. Yes. Okay. And uh, you're gonna slice up some bell peppers, some apples. It's gonna be kind of a little, you know, fresh fruit and vegetable plate for people. Jasper, since you're in charge of this endeavor, I will have you roll for food presentation. How nice does the food look? Roll a d20. So you basically roll who is going to set it up, because if you roll bad, Sassy is going to set it up. <laughs> it's going to look terrible. Oh, I've never seen him work the dice so thoroughly. Lucas is so worried about this being a bad roll. He's really, gonna, really heating up those dice. That, that sounds not good. I, I feel like... <laughs> oh god, what is it? It's... It's a one. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? Oh my god. Okay. Is it bookishness? Well, then it's plus two. <laughs> it, it, it was a random luck roll for how well you presented well, it. And uh, I gotta tell you, nothing saves you from a nat one. Nothing saves you from that natty natty one, baby. Oh. Okay, so it looks absolutely terrible. <laughs> Just the slices are not evenly sliced. It's kind of all over the place. Jasper was way too excited making this. Like the colors don't really go together. It just looks like a mess. And Sassley put a few dots of like Nutella in random places. Like, like some near the bell pepper and the Nutella and the cucumber and the Nutella. Everything, everything is better with Nutella. Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> and she's never put she's never put Nutella on on like little bread rolls before. They're just put she put them down up upside down without paying attention so they're all facing the wrong way <laughs> and then jasper drops a few on the ground and puts them back on to see it and hope that hopes that no one notices and eric didn't help at all he looked at it and he said looks good to me <laughs> perfect so yeah guys let's head to the first room where is it <laughs> i don't know which house um, is the first one where do hmm I think maybe we should start with Bear Shield because, you know, we had the best approach with Leela. You know that Bear Shield is the one that's directly to the back of the castle where the gardens are. Wolf Shield is around when you leave the castle if you're heading right towards the stables. And on the other side of the castle, of course, Horse Shield. So you walk around and you start at Bear Shield. Eric, do you want to present our little plate to Bear Shield since you know Leela the best? Yeah, that would be great. I hope they like it. As a little surprise. <laughs> I can't at the moment. <laughs> I just tried to imagine this massacre <laughs> of a plate. In front of me, it just like, yeah, looks fine. <laughs> oh, In my head, I'm imagining each and every one of us, you know, holding one. One basket. No, and then we open the door to every little like section, and Eric plays music, and we hold the <laughs> Let let's say it's going to be unforgettable because of that. <laughs> so you guys uh, walk around the castle the long way. There is no short way to get to Bear Shield. It's on the opposite side from the front doors. They have the longest way to go, but they have the nicest garden right in front of their common room. So you walk up. You are in front of this, you know, kind of what looks like it used to be like an old battlement. It's the same height as the 
walls of the castle. So you can tell it's probably multiple layers inside of dormitories. Obviously, there's a door. <laughs> so you guys are standing in front of the door to the bear shield quarters. What now? What now? We arrived. Shall I call them and be like, hey, bear shielders, come out. We have a surprise for you. Or what? What? What's the plan? How about, how about, Eric, you got your violin with you? I do. Oh, that's great. So what should we sing? Oh, we're going to sing. That is awesome. What are we going to sing? I don't know. What is a good song? I always liked Happy Birthday, but it might be inappropriate because I don't know if it's someone's birthday. Oh, why don't we just change the Happy Birthday to something else? Happy... Happy Sunday to you. Yes. Happy Sunday, dear Bear Shield. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Something wild here. It's always so quiet. So, Eric? I know. I said I hope. I'll try it. Oh, that's great. So you guys, you guys knock on the door first or you just start singing? How do you do? Should we knock first or should we start singing? I don't know. It's your plan. Shall we knock? Um, do people like when you knock or is it a better surprise when we just sing? I mean, there was this, this book like Romeo and Julia where there was a balcony. Do they have a balcony here? I don't know. Can I eat one of the Nutella bread rolls? Yeah, it's for the others. No, not this is for the others. There's no balcony, but you can tell that people probably can get onto the roof and look down. Like, they probably have access to their roofing. Okay. So I think the best is to maybe just start singing to get the attention. So like a group of Christmas carolers, you guys start singing a wonderful rendition of Happy Sunday. Now, this counts as a performance, which uh, you can spend IP to make better. Would anybody like to spend IP for their singing or violin skills? No, Cecily doesn't care. She's fully herself. <laughs> she puts no IPs in the pot. <laughs> Jasper wants to spend two of his eight because he has to save the others for the rest. <laughs> Got it. Two IPs spent. Eric, this is your moment. This is the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There is an eight-sided dice. Dice, decide for me. Oh, please let it be an eight. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I love it. Leave it up to chance. How's he do? <gasps> it looks good. <clears throat> um, uh, Dungeon Master, I won't have IP anymore, but that's fine. Yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh, you rolled an eight. Leela is going to like it. You know, I have to say this. Yeah, Sassley doesn't sound that great, but... Uh, <laughs> she loves still, she loves doing it. <laughs> Jasper sounds okay, but Eric plays the most beautiful rendition of Happy Sunday you have ever heard. Happy Sunday to you. It is, it is just like silken music. When it hits your ears, it is like the cool rush of water. It's refreshing. It's lovely. It's melodic. It's gorgeous. And uh, you guys stand there with the most haphazard and disgusting looking baskets and plates of uh, food ever, playing glorious, wonderful music and singing along. And the door does creak open. And there is a group of bear <laughs> shields looking at you. And <laughs> the first face is Loris Fuliva. And he says, Ah, yes. And he looks at Jasper right away, just focused right on him. 
Ah, another ritual from the non-magical world. I must take notes. This is lovely. Play on, play on. Ha-ha. Oh, yes. A happy Sunday <laughs> to me. I like it. Yes, continue, continue. <laughs> and uh, next to him, there's a there's a, a guy whose build is pretty similar to Jasper's. He's also a, a pretty lanky blonde guy. Um Hair's a little longer than Jasper, though. He looks like he spent a little more time in the sun. Uh, and he goes, Oh, yeah, I love that. That is so righteous. Play that music. That is great. What a nice way to start the day. Everybody is super into it. They're all bopping along, you know? They just love this music. Then uh, there's another bear shield. He's got curly hair, dark hair. He's a little shorter. And he says, Oh my god, it's really nice to see you guys. Um this is this is pretty I mean, normally this isn't my sort of thing because uh, I'm not really a big music person, but something about this is hitting me in this moment in the right way. I can't explain that. Finally, teetering up behind them, you realize you've seen these two guys before. They usually hang out around Leela Kleiner, and she is the last one. She was further back in the room, but she goes Oh, I thought I recognized your voices. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, okay. It's a song. Oh, this is new. This is different. Okay. I did not, I didn't expect this, but you know what? Oh, Eric, you play really well. Wow. What? I didn't know you were a talented guy. <laughs> and many <clears throat> more. I'm not blushing at all. Jasper, Eric is not blushing. <laughs> he is blushing. <laughs> And you guys sing a full round of Eric's not blushing. <laughs> no, no, we won't. They all join in too. Eric's, Eric's not, blushing. not blushing. Everybody sings around. He's not blushing. He's totally not blushing. Um, yeah, they love it. They love your rendition. Uh, and uh, you hold out the plate of food to them. I am gonna, I am gonna roll to see. If the food grosses them out more than they liked the meat, I doubt so, it. But it's gonna be—you have—it's gonna be in your favor because the music was really, yeah. really good, uh, and it's still nice that you brought food. But we're gonna see if anybody has a really bad reaction to this. Let's take a look. Let's see. No, everybody's fine with that. Yes. <laughs> Someone wants a bell pepper with Nutella. You see, for a second, Larice <laughs> looks like he's gonna, like, maybe he feels a little ill in his stomach, but he just kind of, like, pushes past it and focuses back on you guys and, and enjoys the time. We make this ourselves, guys. We make this all ourselves. <laughs> wow, wow. You guys, this is so great. How nice of you to come. Hey, you guys want to come in here? Do you guys want to come into the Bear Shield common room? I, uh, you know, I'd love, come on. Come on, you guys. I don't know, Jasper. What is your getting friends plan saying? Yes. Are we going yes. inside? It says yes. Yeah, it says yes. We want to come inside. Okay, well then come on in. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys walk into Bear Shield common room. And, um, you know, Loris has set up also a nice little Sunday morning for his students. There's little cookies out. There's some tea set up. And it looks like people were doing, you know, some homework, just hanging out. There's a few other random bear shielders in there who who didn't come to the door, but they were enjoying it, too. They just couldn't, like, see you guys. They're the first group to get to you. Maybe Leela kind of ushered her group up to the front to kind of, like, oh, 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 I think I recognize those voices. Loris gestures you all, and he says, please have uh, some cookies. Enjoy yourself. 
I simply must prepare for tomorrow's classes, but it's lovely to see you, and uh, please come by any time and play that melodious music. The food, you uh, we have our own, actually, and next time you don't have to bring that. That's very kind, but you could leave it, um, and I, I have to go, but enjoy your time. I think you already know some of your fellow students, and I am off. And he, he goes to his office, which is on uh, an upper floor. But you're sitting there with Leela and her friends. Guys, it's working! What are we doing now? Huh? How does this work now? I don't know. I didn't make the plan until this. <laughs> so Leela looks at you guys and she says, It's really nice that you guys came by and, you know, what a, what a nice way to start the Sunday. I, I have to introduce you to my friends. I mean, it's crazy. We've had classes all week, but there's barely been a second to say hello. So, well... This is Tylo Brand, and the kind of laid-back guy goes, Hey, yeah, um, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pleasure, truly, truly a pleasure. I like him. He seems super calm. Give me a feeling of peace. Tylo is working on some sort of project, probably for a class. He's, he's growing some sort of magical iridescent plant on the table in front of him. He seems to have a bit of a green thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I like that. You know, I also um, I also really enjoy music. I actually play the oboe. So, uh, oh, yeah, I'm also a musician magician. <laughs> awesome. But I, I love growing things. Yeah, dude, we, we got to get together. We got to jam sometime, man. Like, that would be awesome. Sure thing. I'd like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. cool. And then Leo says, and this is Newton New Song. Hi, guys. Um. It's really nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Newton New Song. And before you ask, yes, I am related to Star New Song, um, but I did not get placed in her shield. Thank the Lord. I did pray for that. I did indeed pray for that. I am in, in Bear Shield. You know, she's the head of Horse Shield. And now that we have the out of the way, I just want to say, uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming. I'm not usually much of a music guy, but uh, I'm really more into kind of studying and figuring things out. What are you? Are you her son? Yes, I'm her son. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. It's okay. Ooh. It's okay. We are, we are all sons and daughters of someone. Yes. Oh, I have a mom too. Yes, but not everybody has to sit in class and hide so that your mother doesn't call you out. You don't know. She can be very in your face with the way that she is. It can be a lot. It can be very overwhelming. So I usually tend to hide in the back of class so she that she doesn't kind of put her gaze on me because she she she's a very she's kind of in my business a little bit. Mm, I see. What's your business? Well, my business is going to school and learning. I'm studying to be an arcane sciences mage. Interesting. I, I I like this stuff. I like to figure out how, how things work and to get into the arcane and try and figure things out. So, you know, that's that's what I'm all about. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. And you can tell these guys are very different. You know, Tylo is more of what you would think of as like a general bear shield. You know, they like growing things. They're usually like more worried about the aesthetics. And the common room has some great feng shui to it. There's green things in there. Everything is laid out very pleasantly. Everything seems well taken care of. There's like curtains hanging on the wall they're all just hanging in, in just the right way there's vines growing up the side of, of the room these are probably magically sustained you can tell newton is a little more like no nonsense you know he seems like a pretty straight shooter he'd probably usually roll his eyes at somebody trying to play music for him in the morning but you did hit him in the right way this morning so he was 
he he was into it this time. I tell you, the eight IP points are worth it. <laughs> and I call you Nui. Why would you, why would you do that? My name is Newton. That's long, Newton. It's not long. It's two syllables. Sassly Newton is like the same. Does my name have to do with Newton? It's the same amount of syllables. It's the same amount of shortness. Wow. Some people are very picky here. Okay, I call you Newton. You want me to call you by your last name as well? You really don't have to do that, please. And I call you Nui? <sighs> and Leela says, <laughs> so what, you know, what inspires this trip to visit us? Is there anything that we can, we, you know, what, what can we do for you guys? Have some cookies. Actually, uh, actually, just by sitting on the sofa, just like being in a job interview. So he's like, you know, straight up and he's like totally aware of everything, <laughs> you know, trying to do his, his protocol to, you know, go step by step. And uh, yeah. Oh, Lila. Oh, this is great. You know, because we. Oh, and then he looks to to Eric. Why do I say we? You know, Eric, he had the idea of, you know. Making friends with the people around. And then he's turning to Cecily. <laughs> I've read it in the book. It's called the wingman technique. <laughs> and so... Wingman technique? Does that mean you can learn how to fly? So we just wanted to say hi to every shield. Because we are shieldless, as you probably know, Lila. Because we are somewhat friends. Um, so we just wanted to say hi. I need a wingman. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys decided to come to come by our room today. This is really wonderful. She clearly heard Sassley go wingman. Say wingman. She, like, obviously heard it. <laughs> I was super loud. You guys are not sitting far away at all. Like, there's no secrecy in this circle right now. Sassley doesn't even know what a wingman is. She just hears wings, and she's like... A wingman. I need. I need a wingman. I need someone for my wings. Leela definitely now uh, thinks that Eric set up the whole thing. She's like, Eric, that was really, really sweet, and you really did play super well today. That's great. I mean, why do you have so much musical talent? You're you're so young. I mean, practically a virtuoso. Ashley gets up and she walks around the room and checks everything out. And while she does that, she's like, yeah, he, he's going to enter you. And then she just walks, <laughs> just walks, just walks around and just looks at everything. And, 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 fight or flight, Eric. Fight or flight, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wanted to say something beforehand that was the moment before Sassley decided to jump in with just like you know what by the way let's dig this grave a little bit deeper today here go take another shovel <laughs> do you, Eric just, just brushes that away to get to your question Um, my whole family uh, are musicians magicians all of them Oh wow! Kind of, kind of runs with us all wow. different instruments, and I kind of like as soon as I was able to pick up an instrument, my parents wanted me to learn something, but something else from what they use. So the choices grew slim, and I ended up with a violin. Well, that's not a bad choice to have. Not at all. Yeah, that's that's not a bad way. Not at all, <laughs> but it's quite tricky to play, especially at the beginning. Oh my, I, it sounded so bad. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> but now you're doing so good. Yeah, you know, my parents are uh, magical creature doctors. So, oh, yeah, that's my dad's actually run a, a clinic together. And they did kind of want me to do the same thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't really into being a creature master. So that's why I decided to be a field mage. I thought I could do something more hands on and, and make a difference. So. You guys have nuts here anywhere? 
<laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler goes, here, man, we got some nuts for you right here. And he, he holds out a bowl of macadamia nuts to you. Thank you. So it's like you just want to try something new, so to say. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, I did think I wanted to be a creature master a while ago, but the year before I came to school, it just started not feeling right anymore. So I, I changed tracks, you know, I, I decided to, to do stuff that worked with a little, a little more kind of, I don't know, hands-on material work, you know, just, just going out there and doing a good job. Hmm. Um, roll, roll investigation, Eric. Oh, <gasps> now things are getting interesting. Investigation. Like macadamia nuts. <laughs> <laughs> can I have some? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take one. You can have two. <laughs> no, that's that's not a good roll. That's a six. Okay. Seems all fine. Yep, she's telling you she's telling you the whole story. You got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh Eric believes her, uh me. Me me doesn't believe her. Absolutely. <laughs> And she says, well, um, we're like doing a study group here right now and, and kind of hanging out. So, you know, if you guys need to do some work and hang out, you please feel free. My common room is your common room. And, you know, come by any time, guys. I have a question. Did any one of you ever heard about Harris Twilber? No one? Mm, no, no. You guys? No, ne never heard of him. Sorry. Nah. <laughs> nah. Mm. Uh. Nah, weird name. That's a weird, that's kind of a strange yeah, name, right? Yeah, totally strange name. Hmm. Also, Harris yeah. Twilber. Great. Harris okay. Twilber. Um, Harris Twilber. Oh, that dude is nuts. Um, hey, Jasper. <laughs> okay, Jasper, you want to make more friends somewhere else? Are we all cool here? We're all cool, right? By the way, the, the guy on the on the top of the castle, that Matthias, this guy just has like items that he can give, right? Or can he also give information? He he deals specifically in what he told you is that he deals specifically in items and materials. Yeah, so. but what can you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> His shop is called Materials, Items, Galore and More. Oh, so and more could be information? <laughs> <laughs> I think he just did it for the rhyme, but, uh, you know, he did not present himself as an information trader. I'm just so curious about this guy, this Harris Twilber guy, what happened to him. And so far, we couldn't figure it out. No one could tell us. That's the question. Do we want to, you know, I would say we could either just stay here and, and you know, play out the rest you enjoy that time right i don't mind eh? yeah i can see that look at you lucas enjoying the time with the bearship friends <laughs> you know the one who would have the best chance to get any information out of louise is jasper true yeah so i think the 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 best thing would be to either either ask loris or star from from the horse shield if we want to go there Loris is a good one because he's very impressed with the human world. So you can you can talk to him and yeah yeah. Shall we try to do that? Yeah. So you can easily find his office. It is in the Bear Shield quarters. It's just one floor up. It's a little bigger than a normal dormitory room would be. You know he needs space. You see his office has his name on it, and uh, you know that he is in right now. Hello. Mr. Fulivre? Oh, hello. Oh, you, you three. Yes. Yes, is there something I can do for you? 
Yeah, there is. He opens the door and you can peek into his room and you see that it's it's chaos. It's like there's just like things all over the walls, little scraps of paper, anything that he ever found like interesting newspaper clippings. You know, there's just like items strewn about like you would have a hard time finding anything in there. Yeah, there's like a closet off to the side where he has his tunic hung. Other than that, there's just a desk and his stuff on there. Sure. Somewhere in there is a rubber ducky. <laughs> Should you roll for rubber ducky? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, roll for rubber ducky. It's, it's that kind of episode that we're having. That's exactly <laughs> why I thought about it. 19. Oh, that <gasps> is a huge one. <laughs> it's a, uh, oh, what? You know, they sell these novelty rubber ducks that come in like every single costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can pick the costume. What costume do you find? Ooh. Oh, wait. I, I need, give me a second. One moment. <laughs> I think he has an exact idea of what the rubber duck would look like. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking about, do you know this like Ernie and Bird song? Quietje and Oh, you have it in English as well. We have it in German as well. Yeah, we have it in English. Quietje and You make that time so much fun. I got the perfect rubber ducky. Yes, that is exactly that is the rubber ducky that Laurice would have. So for the listeners at home, the listeners at home, Sebastian has just sent into the group a picture of a rubber ducky in full Ghostbusters gear with the goggles on, um, with the oh, I should know the term, but the blaster in his hand. Photon blaster? Something strange in a human world. Who are you going to call? Loris Believer! (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So you see it's laying there on top, and Loris notices you looking at it, and he says, Oh, I I see you found my my relic from the non-magical world. And he picks it up, and he says, Would you you like to take it? Eric, would would you like to have this? Sure. And Sassley looks at it, and she's like, What even is that? He says, Marie <laughs> says, these are very important. They sell them all over the non-magical world in huge collections. They come in many different varieties. And Some people buy them? Yes. In, in fact, correct me if I'm wrong, Jasper, but you are not allowed to bathe unless you have one of these in your house. Yes, they are, they are guardians of the house while you bathe so that no one enters to steal your things. And this is a superstition that they have. You see, they know nothing of the actual non-magical world, but they have these superstitions oh. from, the, from the past. It's a protection ducky. Yes, it's a protection ducky, oh. yes. yes. Duck, that is handy. Interesting. Quite interesting. <laughs> so what can I do for you today? How can I help you? What, what else can I do? Well, first of all... Ooh. I'm impressed about all the knowledge you have about the non-magical world, Mr. Foulivre. <laughs> Thank you. Years of studying. And years of studying. Then maybe we thought, even though you are so, so, so well informed with the non-magical world, if you are with the magical world as well, because we just thought about a name that we came across, because we were curious, we just thought, do you know anything about a guy named Harry's Twilber? Uh, role investigation. <sighs> You have at least bookishness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can add your bookishness, uh, your bookishness modifier to it. Uh, it's a 10 plus 2. It's a 12. You see in his eyes, you do see a moment of recognition in his eyes. Oh. He recognizes the name. I can see that. He says, Harris Twilber. I, I, hmm. It sounds familiar. 
Yes, perhaps there was a student by that name. Uh, gosh, that would have been a long time ago. Uh, yes, it's coming to me now. He was the the missing student. Yeah, we heard about that and something with snow. Ah, yes, that's right. That's right. All they found was snow one day. Very, uh, a very troubling situation. Very sad indeed. I was new then. Uh, it happened very early in my in my time here, and I don't remember much about about him, to be honest. But I I seem to remember he was a a lonely child. Jasper, roll investigation again. Ooh. Come on. <gasps> now it's a seven. Okay. <sighs> yes, that's that's all I can tell you. Unfortunately, uh, he was I I think troubled, and you would have to be. Because, as I recall, they they found the remains of a a ritual where he was. He had attempted something, and it went wrong. So, we don't really know what happened to him. That's the truth of it. Like a binding ritual? Or like, um, um... Oh, Sassly. He grabs your hands. Sassly. Yeah. Sassly. Yeah. Rituals can be used to do any number of things. Oh, no. Far beyond bindings and, and boundings... There's far more to do. Yes, rituals can be used to accomplish any number of very complicated magic. Things that would not be able to be done can be accomplished this way. When we use different items, we form connections. Connections that turn into magic and fuel us to do more than we thought was possible. And when more than one person work in tandem to do a ritual, the sky is the limit. That's the truth. (laughs) Ah. Yes, magic is wonderful. Oh, he died because the ritual went wrong? Is that what you're going to tell us? When you do the rit- a ritual wrong, then you might die. You might just become snow and everything is going to be terrible and no one will ever remember you. That is terrible. That is terrible, right, Jasper? Cecily, Cecily, Cecily. Our first guess is not necessarily that he died, but this being a ritual and the consequences of rituals being what they are, it seems he tried something far beyond what he should have been doing alone. If only he'd had a friend with him to help, then it might have been different. But attempting to do something like this alone was very, very difficult. And it's most likely that he turned himself into snow. But I'll tell you something, children. I'll tell you. I do believe it was perma-snow. Never melting snow. Who knows? Perhaps that snow is still around somewhere. Ooh. Now, why are you talking about all of this old, old history? Why? Why bringing this to my to my doorstep? What troubles you? Oh, it's just, um, you know, Mister Fulivre, your first lesson that we had that was so inspiring that we thought to ourselves that we should always be curious. Hmm. Well, I suppose with students going missing and strange things appearing in in the school, it's only natural you might have questions. I can see where you might draw the parallels, but. Children, I, I don't know if this is any sort of thing you need to worry about. Is there any sign of Flip? Did you did your teacher find him? Because ever since he disappeared, no one ever saw or like heard a- about him again. Or talked about him again. Yes, this is truly a tragedy. And you must trust me. We have contacted the magical authorities about this. They are looking into it. And of course, we must stay vigilant here in the castle in case he's to turn up. But... This is beyond our purview, and you have enough responsibility while you're here at school. I trust you've all written my paper already, yes? 
Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, of course. Mm, we did it yesterday. Great and long. I can't wait to read them. Yeah. Can't wait to can't read wait those to papers. Can't wait to give it to you. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. <laughs> I think someone hasn't finished yet. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, lucky for you, it's Sunday. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mr. Rabaducky. We. Um. Right, he's handing the rubber duck back. He held it in his hand the whole time, just resisting the urge to squeeze it because, like, it's slowly giving away, but he doesn't trust it fully. You try to hand it to him, but faster than than lightning, he closes his hands around your hand so that it's clasping the rubber duck, and he says, "Oh, Eric, that was a gift." Uh, <clears throat> and then he slowly backs up and closes the door. <gasps> wow! Wow! Hey. Now every time you take a bath, you're protected from people stealing stuff from you. That is awesome. <laughs> and Jasper, when when they all went outside, because he's still in like his happy Sunday mood to you know making friends, and mm -hmm. he remembered of all the things he saw in that room about the chaos, and um, then he felt something in his pocket, something we talked about in an intro, oh, and yeah. uh, Jasper just put out a tin opener. Mm -hmm. And just uh, lies it in front of the office door. Okay. Just to make friends. Nice. That's really nice of you, Jasper. Because you know what? I don't think that in here there's some, you know, cans to open. So I think Mr. Full Evil can have the most of it. Ghostbuster. <laughs> Rubber. Add it to the inventory. I do that in this moment. Very nice. Oh. I wait for the moment it comes in handy. What do I know? Man, I need to finish that essay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys have finished up with him, and I guess you, you probably leave Bear Shield at this point, the quarters. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because we have to go back to the common room because it's already, you know, getting in the night. I guess you still have some work to do, you know, a few mm -hmm. things, and you don't want to be tired for Monday. It's going to be a long day, a full class, um, and plenty to do in the evening. So Lilo's group waves to you as as you leave. Waving back. Nice meeting y'all. Bye, Nui. Hey, you guys, you guys have a nice rest of your day. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, Eric. See you guys. Bye. Bye, Bye Lilo. <gasps> guys, I think that was successful as ever. Yes. And you know what? There are two more shields that we have to meet, but, you know, there are plenty more Sundays we can use. No, and one of them is wolf shield. <laughs> but, Cecily, right now, we have to take care of your homework for Mr. Fully. Oh, I, I started already. It's not that much that I still have to... <laughs> Unfortunately, while you were supposed to be doing homework, you played with Wilbur. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else was doing homework, but you didn't do it. <laughs> so just how far are you exactly with the homework? Well, I started it. What exactly is the question? <laughs> it, just has a, it just has a date and a title. <laughs> if, if you need some help and thoughts, like Jasper and I did the stuff yesterday. Great, I need help. <laughs> well, then let's go. You guys head into the common room and uh, you guys help Sassley to finish her homework, at least to keep her focused. I think it's not, not her intelligence that's the issue. It's just the focus no. level. Yeah, everybody roll me a raw bookishness check. <laughs> raw bookishness. 16. 19 minus 1, 18. Nice. <gasps> Ooh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I got it too. Okay, but it's fine. I, I thought you said, nope, I don't roll. <laughs> nope, I'm This out. was just to help Sassly. So I'll say that the two is counteracted by the two very high rolls on the other side. So Sassly's homework comes out pretty good, uh, and Larice will be pretty happy probably with what she has to present. <laughs> so you guys spend the evening doing that, hanging out. You know, maybe you grab dinner and... You guys explain different foods to Sassly uh, from the human world and what they are. She's like, what's this? What's this? What's this? <laughs> but you guys spend the evening this way, and eventually you all go to sleep and heal up. Since you didn't visit another shield, you didn't end up needing to spend any more IPs. It might have. I don't know how well Horse Shield would have reacted to you guys <laughs> with terrible violin playing. <laughs> um, but luckily that didn't happen. You guys made a, a great impression on Bear Shield today. And you all go to sleep and you get back your influence points. You get back all your stuff. And it's Monday morning. The bells of Neudrachenberg are ringing for you. As loud as ever. Come on, guys. This is the day. This is the day. We're going to catch you. Yes. Yes. I'm so ready. I am so ready. I am so excited. Guys. First of all, Sassly, we have to take care of the class. Yeah, and then we take care of Yazertva. Yeah, because we have to in order for Mildred to be able to give us all the ingredients that we need for the rituals. You know. Oh, that is a little German slipping in there. <laughs> you know. Totally in character, though. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we take care of Yazi. So there's a note slipped under the door. It's signed with Mildred's name. And it has the instructions on how to get to her classroom. Because she wasn't able to pick you guys up herself today. She's too busy preparing things. You see that it's on the second floor up the staircase to the right side when you, when you go up into the, into the entrance hall. So if you're walking towards the front door, it's on the right side, which is the opposite side from, say, Ross Ehrenmann's office. All right. On the second floor, it is the third classroom down after first-year potency and first-year deafness classrooms. So you have the instructions and you know how to get there. Oh, there then. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I guess we go there. Yeah, so I guess you go there. So you <laughs> enter and the usual students are there murmuring. Bear Shield waves hello at you. Waving back. <laughs> Some are coming in around the same time as you. Uh, Mildred is at the front of the classroom with a stack of papers in her hand. And this room looks like a high school science lab. There's a periodic table on the wall, and next to it, there's a magical periodic table that you just can't make any sense of. It looks like nothing in like that you can understand, uh, especially next to like the very, very, you know, orderly periodic table. This is just squares all over the place with letters and symbols, and it's all there's diagrams connecting it. None of it makes sense. The room is pretty neat and tidy. Students sit at long tables with black plastic laminate tops. And you know, these are like the general science, uh, you know, fire resistant tables that you use. There are already ingredients, beakers, and bottles at each table. And you can easily sit three at one of these long tables. There's still a few tables left at any point in the room. You guys can choose where you sit in the room. You know what? Why not the front again? Okay, guys. We do need to succeed, so we have to sit all the way in the front so that we can focus. Okay, Meldo, we're coming to the front. We're coming right to the front. We're ready. We're ready for the whole day, as you know what I mean. 
<laughs> she's, she's like trying so hard she's, not to roll her eyes when you say that. <laughs> you are the worst spy ever. You guys, so you guys come up front and center, but that's not weird. You guys are, after all, you know, the wards of Mildred. Everybody knows that she's your matron. So Mildred says, as people find their seats and quiet down, welcome, welcome, welcome to the wonderful world of item creation 101, or as some people call it, potions for pushovers. Every item creation. Is everyone, everyone ready? Everyone paying attention? Here we go. Okay, every item creation is like a miniature ritual. Taking the power invested in objects, forming connection between them, and utilizing that connection to combine these things magically creating something new. And just like rituals, when items are created incorrectly, the results can be unfortunate. Therefore, we must make sure you are all up to snuff on the following instructions. She walks around the room with handouts. And this is so weird to you guys because every class has been like wild, zany, and she's just handing out papers. I can dig it. Follow these instructions to prepare magical items correctly. There are four questions. The shield or shieldless group that gets the most questions correct will receive a crystal bearer point and come ever closer to being part of the mid-semester ceremony that marks you as special among your peers. However, anyone who gets at least three questions correct will receive one of these. And she holds forth a vial filled with a dark, gross-looking, thick, liquid. Just apply this redo stew to your wand and your chance at failure for spells is drastically reduced for a short time. Helpful, no? And she looks right at you guys. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is very helpful. I see, Meldo. I see where you're getting, where you're getting, want to get with this. <laughs> so there's four questions on, uh, on the sheet. You need to get three to basically pass the class, but th there are four questions total. Any shield that gets like the most, even if there's a tie, will get a crystal bear point. You guys know that right now, every group has one point. I actually misspoke in a previous episode. I said that wolf shield beat bear shield in the duel that was wrong of course you guys were battling wolf shield it was horse shield who beat them so horse shield got that point so bear shield has one point horse shield has one point wolf shield has one point and you guys have two points at the moment so mildred says okay time is ticking begin and you guys can look on the sheet and the first question yep says you guys are gonna hate me for this okay <laughs> oh we do the first question is, the first material on your right is a jar full of snapdragon seeds. Small, white, hard seeds. And you guys can see that. They come very numerous in a portion, but can only be added to a concoction in amounts comprised entirely of the number eight. What amount of snapdragon seeds must you put in a beaker to have eventually 1,000 seeds in the beaker? <laughs> I just want to add that we are Germans. Yep. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, okay. Is 16 a number made of eight? Or what do you mean? I don't know. The number is comprised only of eight. I wonder if it's like in, like in those um, escape rooms, then you have to see the number in front of you and it's not math. It's more like a picture thing or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the way you turn the eight. 
Or how do we add like some eights to get to the number thousand? Yeah. You know, like eight eight hundred eighty eight plus eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight. I think it's different. I think it's like in these es escape rooms. I did I did an escape room where there were like lots of those math thingies, and then you had to look when it was written, and then you had to really look between the lines. Jesus, the first machine you write blah blah blah. Thousand hast. Then a portion, but. Only be added. Das sind nur Achten. 888. Bleiben wir über. I think that's it. I mean, I, I just had the idea. If I take 1000 and the numbers are always only allowed to made out of eights. The biggest number that I can pull out of 1000 is 888. Leaving 112. The biggest number out of eights that I can pull out of that is 88. Mm -hmm. Leaving 24. Out of 24, I can take 8, meaning 16. Out of 16, I can take 8, meaning 8. Out of 8, I can take 8, meaning 0. So, in conclusion, 888 plus 88 plus 8 plus 8 plus 8 has to be 1000. I really like Michael's poker face right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because when you were debating, I was like smiling and loving watching you like struggle. And then when you started to like come up with solutions, I was like... <laughs> Super stony. <laughs> we noticed. We noticed. I'm, I don't know why, but I'm actually blacking out I, I right think, now. So I, I'm happy with whatever solution we have. <laughs> I, I also have no clue. Okay. Would you guys like to submit this as an answer? Eric. Um, I would like to, yes. Mil Mildred's going to come around. She's going to look at what everybody has. And... It's correct. Yes. The answer is 888 plus 88 plus 8 plus 8 plus 8 equals 1,000. And yeah, you can work this out with logic. First, you get as close to 1,000 as you can, 888. And from there, you just, yeah, you take 8s out from the biggest number possible. You did exactly in the right way, Sebastian. Well done. Well done. Great. <laughs> Great. I'm going to roll to see if the other shields get this correct or not. So first up, Wolf Shield. They get it correct. Of course they did. Of course they did. Damn you, Brock. They cheated. They probably cheated. They have the wizard net. They googled it in the wizard net. Lucian, you're killing it on that one. Lucian's definitely the only one who could have figured that out. Yeah, good job. <laughs> I did great. I'm a mathematician magician. And, um... Ow. Ouch. Then, then Bear Shield. They also did it. Ooh. Ooh. Did you help Leela, Eric? <laughs> Slipper the answer underneath the table. <laughs> Leela's, Leela's like, ah, oh, wow, great job, Tyler. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, I, you know, math just works in my mind. And then, the, then Horse Shield, they also do it. Was apparently not that hard for everyone. <laughs> it was such an easy question. <laughs> so everybody got one correct. And you see this half giant Horse Shield go, I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys are on to the second question. Sometimes older recipe books use archaic forms to tell you how much of something to add to a potion. So try this one out. This recipe uses only snapdragon seeds, shelly coat shells, and heart tree leaves. To make the item, use all snapdragon seeds, except for three, all shelly coat shells, except for four, and all heart tree leaves, except five. How many of each item must you add? Yeah, so isn't it just like, you know, 
we have to use all of them. So we just count them on the table or we just write the answers like it's written down in the question. All except three, all except four, all except five. Yeah, for that we would know how, how many of those are actually lying there. No, you mean the answer is all except, right? Yeah, all except. So I think this is like, a, 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 for me, it's like a, a logical riddle. Like people think they have to calculate, but I think there's, since there are no like number to start given, like any number, there's only like like the Prozentsatz, if you wanted to say it like this. Um, so I think we just go with how the question is written. I was even thinking the receipt only uses Snapdragon seeds. Shellicot shells and hard tree leaves. It's like they leave. <laughs> They're not in there. <laughs> Or do we actually have the seeds, shells and leaves on the table and we could count it? No, it's a, it's a hypothetical. Okay, well, then I would answer it hypothetical. Wait a second. <laughs> I kind of feel like the need to write a formula for that. Give me, give me a second. Sure. I love it when, when these questions make me feel stupid. Ah, ah, it's it's bring it's bring bringing back memories. I love to that school. this is ah. like the end of our five hour recording. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, these, these, these were from the easy section. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Wäre das Formeltechnik geschrieben? I ist gleich Klammer auf x minus drei plus Klammer auf y minus vier Klammer zu plus Klammer auf z minus fünf. Klammer zu. Alter, das ist ja Mathematik hoch 5. We just don't know anything else than <lacht> i equals okay. x minus 3 y minus 4 plus. <lacht> no, 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 let's not do that. Yeah, okay, Jasper, write it. Okay, we would say as an answer, Jasper is getting the pen. Flourishing, flourishing the pen. Okay, so... In order to answer the question, step one, find out what the overall amount of each material is, like given in the question. Step two, subtract from every material, three from the snapdragon seeds, four from the shallow cold shells, and five from the heart tree leaves. Done. Question mark. Mildred walks around. She takes a look at what you've written and she goes, this is not your best work. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, this is going to be a wrong one. Sorry, guys. And now I explain it to you just so that you understand. Yeah, we would love that, Miss Mulberry. <laughs> we would really love that. Uh, first of all, so to make the item, you use all Snapdragon seeds except three. And you know that you only use Snapdragon seeds, shelly coat shells, and heart tree leaves to make the item. So therefore, if everything in there is Snapdragon seeds except for three, shelly coat shells and heart tree leaves must be three. There must be three of them in the concoction. So there are definitely three shelly coat shells and heart leaves combined. From there, you just have to basically try it out, but it doesn't take too long. You can only do it in so many ways. If we guess there are two shelly coat shells and one heart tree leaves, it does happen to work out if that's your first guess. Uh, that gives us three seeds and one uh, leaf. And yeah, that's how it adds out. Three seeds, two shells, 
one leaf. So just a little math logic for you. Fun fact, Jasper played like every Professor Layton game, but is still confused. But guys, failures are chances to grow. Let me roll to see if the others get it. They probably get it. This is Wolf Shield. They fail. See, it was a little harder. Bear Shield fails. Yes. Horse Shield fails. And they that is weird. They all rolled fours. Holy act. I, I mean, okay. Yeah. Who yeah. Jelly seeds. Okay, but the next one, I just checked my dice. The next one was a 19, so... Well, how many fours do you need to let them fail? Come on. <laughs> so everybody failed that. It's all still tied up. Okay, question number three. Look at your giant jar of Snapdragon seeds from question number one. There are more than you can count, but you can figure out how many there are total from these instructions. Place half the seeds in the red beaker and place half that amount in the blue beaker. Put one sixth in the yellow container and the remainder 1000 in the green container. How many total? It's one. So the second half is actually a quarter of the total, right? Oh no, it's a third. No, it's a quarter. Yeah, it's a half from the half. So we, we have half seats in red. Then half that amount in blue beaker. So in the blue beaker, there is a quarter. So we have a 12. A 12 is a thousand, right? So we got a half, a quarter, and a sixth. Uh, we said we want to get that to the same level. So, so six parts of 12 in red. Yeah. Uh, three parts of 12 in the blue one. Mm -hmm. Meaning that are nine parts of 12 together, right? Yeah. And we know that one twelfth is a thousand. Is a thousand. So just multiply it by twelve. Yeah. So it's twelve thousand. Okay. Mildred's walking around the room and she says, Very, very good. Very good, Shieldless. That is correct. There are twelve thousand seeds in there. Have you gesagt, ne? That's tricky. If you focus on the wrong part of the question, you might say 1,000. You might do a different thing, but you totally got it. Good job. Oh, yes. Uh, great. Yeah, you guys get that. You guys get a point for that question. You got it right. Yeah. Well done. Okay. <laughs> and I'll, I'll roll for the other shields to see if they get it right. Wolf shield is a no. Wolf yes. shield doesn't get it. Yes. Oh, come on. What are you thinking? Oh, my God. You totally didn't get it right, Lucian. We're counting on you. Um, that is a yes from Bear Shield. Yes! <laughs> they are friends. Woohoo! We got it! And a yes from Horse Shield. Very nice. Okay, so three shields still remain in the running to maybe get a Crystal Bear point. Anybody that gets the final fourth question will get it. And you also need to get three questions to get this item. Yep. Yeah, I know. Guys, we need to get this right. It says... And yeah, on the sheet it says, the fourth question, the big one for the crystal bearer point. Unfortunately, I do think this is the hardest one, but we'll see. Maybe not. <laughs> it says, but maybe not. Who knows? This is, there's like no, there's no magic or like ingredients or anything. And this is just a straight up like bonus question. <laughs> what single digit appears most frequently between and including the numbers one and 1000? Which digit? Which digit? So, so we have zero, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, and nine as digits. 
I think in the end of the whole of the whole calculation, you have nearly every number the same amount except the one because we start with one. So, you know the the there is like a just to simplify it now. You can if you can multiply something by ten, you can reduce it by ten. You can like kind of even it out and not take care of it. So we just reduce the question from one to ten and not from one to one thousand. And if we reduce it from one to ten, all we have to do is like counting all the numbers. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one and zero, making every number zero and two to nine appearing once, but the one appearing twice. Mildred is walking around and she hears your explanation as you explain it to the other two in your group, and she says, "Well, that's very clever, and that's correct. Well yes. done, yes. shieldless. You got it." <laughs> That is three questions correct. And I'll roll for the other shields really quick. Not wolf shield. They're already out of it. Bear shield gets it. Ooh. Horse shield doesn't. Yes. So it's you and bear shield. Our yes. friends. Our friends. Because we had a study. Uh, it's you and bear shield getting crystal bear points. Now you have three. They have two. The other shields have one each. So you guys are still in the lead. And uh, Mildred comes up to you and she says, wonderful job, you guys. You did great. You really earned this. And she puts the redo stew on the table. And like I said, it's this thick black kind of like dark liquid that's in there. It looks a little gross. The way that it works is you apply it to somebody's wand. It just works for one person. Um, the next three spells outside of battle can be re-rolled with no change in the difficulty. Yeah, normally, if we fail uh, outside of battle, it's not working so well, but this would just let you redo it. In battle, the first three spells cast by the user may be rolled for twice. You can re-roll a spell that you fail um, for the first three spells that you use in battle. Ooh. A, very, a very helpful potion indeed. So who wants to take it? I don't want it. I have a headache. Oh, oh I think we did great yeah. together. I thought Mildo's class would be a little more action-y. I didn't think it would be math. <laughs> she, she, she winks at you and she goes, Next time, Sassley. Next time. I already got the next two classes planned out. And oh, it's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a really big headache. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, Mildred goes up to the front of the class and she says, Great job, great job, everybody. We have two shields, uh, so to say, that got points today. And these two shields only will receive redo stew. You see Tylo's got the stew in his hand. He did most of the questions, so they gave it to him. He's holding it up. And uh, which one of you took the stew? You saved us with question number one. Uh, sure, I can keep it for later purposes. Okay, Eric has the stew, and she says, Well done, everybody. I know it was a tough or real thinker, but you guys did great. Get out, get out, get out. Go away. Go, go, go do whatever you gotta do. Um, except you three. And she gives you the look like you're in trouble, but you know it's just a front. Mm -hmm. So she pulls you in close, and she says, All right. It's almost time. You three. You get to your common room now. Okay. I'm gonna be there to set things up soon, because tonight... Tonight's the night. We catch you, Zedva. We figure out what's up with the... What's the deal with the MacGuffin. Get some food if you need to. And then... 
report to your common room. I'll meet you there. Because tonight, we capture the half-giant prince mage himself. Yezadva. I hope no one's changed their minds. Are you guys in? She sticks out like a fist towards you guys, you know, in the middle, conspiratorially. <gasps> this is a group thing! Yes! Raising his fist as well. Absolutely ready. Since Louis said something terrible can happen when this fails, I am totally in. <laughs> nice. Then let's catch ourselves a half-giant mage. Yezzy. Onward. Michael Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassly Mary Nature Spring. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Theme song by Aaron Richards with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Thanks for sticking around, fellow wizards and mages. We are back, and we've got some exciting news to share. We've also got some shout-outs, and outtakes are back as well. So stick around to hear everything we've got going on. Now, first up, at the end of the month, October 28th, be sure to head over to Dial M for Magic, a wonderful podcast for a very special Halloween episode featuring Nadine and myself as we join their campaign with brand new characters. It will be a riverboat-themed romp filled with classic Halloween spooks, intrigue, and naturally, a ton of laughs. I can tell you that we recorded it already, and it's going to be absolutely hysterical. These folks are great, so check them out, please. Don't miss us howling it up with them on October 28th. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search JK We Are Rolling and we'll pop right up. You can even email us if you want to at jkwearrolling at gmail.com. And if you want to send us stuff, uh, then let us know you want to do that and I will go get a P.O. box. I guess we don't actually have one. Yeah. You can always help us grow and survive the days of dark magic by lending us a little light on our patreon that's patreon.com slash jk we're rolling we appreciate all of our patrons so darn much thank you guys and we do have a couple former neudrockenberg students who left us some five-star reviews that eric wants to talk about you too can become a part of our world just by leaving us a review and a nice rating abaco what's stopping you so eric who are we learning about today well First of all, we have blah blah two three four four, the mage with the gift of gap. This musician magician's instrument is her own voice and can produce multiple notes at once. It's the party trick that only gets slightly more annoying each time you hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a way to leave an impression for sure. Amazing. Who who else do we have? And then we have uh, Dan the Sea. He is the only known wizard to be fully inducted into the Mer clans of the North Sea. He was last seen riding a dolphin into the sunset with a trident in one hand and a conch shell in the other. Godspeed, Dan the Sea. 
Godspeed indeed. Thank you for sharing those inspiring former student stories, Eric. I really got to sign up for that Neutrachenberg newsletter you keep talking about. The alumni write-ups are totally worth the constant donation asks. Absolutely. And now, excuse me, I think I have to hide a stash of Nutella somewhere where Cecily won't find it. Uh, See you later. You got to do that. All right. Bye, Eric. Well, that's it for now. So until next time, friends, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Um, hey, Jasper. Oh, can I have the nuts back? Thank you. Um, oh, they're actually empty. There's one left. You can have, I have half of my mouth still. You want it? Gross. That's, no, 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 I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, you inserted it for a second. <laughs>